everybody. Welcome to the BuildWit Internal Podcast. I am here with my friend Alex Horton. He is remote, actually, so I'm not actually here with him. He's on the computer screen because he's in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm here Howdy spiritually. Out. He's here spiritually mm-hmm. and virtually. Virtually. And today we're gonna we're gonna talk to everybody about the office rules, just so they're crystal clear yep. for everybody that works for us now, or if you're new, welcome. I have two questions. Great. One, can you talk about why we have like official office rules that are not just like lock up at night and keep your desk tight? You know, like these are really specific to our company. So can you talk about why you felt the need to come up with them in the first place? Yeah, it's similar to like values. So we've never had a physical place for our business. Uh, And so that creates the need for certain guidelines um, for the physical place. And now they're not, I think they're very representative of our business in that they're pretty simple. Keep it simple, stupid. They're, you know, they leave a lot of area for people to use the office as they'd like to use it. Um, But they, you know, there are some particular parts of them because we are a business out to go change an industry, make the dirt world a better place. And I think it's important to have a certain set of standards. And if we don't have those standards, I don't think we'll ever accomplish our mission. So now that we have a physical home, I felt it was really important to establish some commonly understood guidelines on how to use the space and what the standards are so that there is no confusion uh, going down the road here. Agreed. Love it. And you know, we're, we're a pretty fair business. We give people a lot. Um, we've created a really, what I think is an awesome space, a really beautiful space, special space for everybody to utilize. Um, but with good stuff comes, you know, certain requirements and this is it. It's, you know, if you're going to use this beautiful space, if you're going to be a part of this business, here's what's required of you. And I think it's a very fair trade-off. I love the space so far. I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out kind of what my workflow is in there. You know, there's still so much like problem solving on my end, but um, I've, I've enjoyed the time so far for sure. Yeah. Especially on the, on the studio, like we were just talking about, we have, we already have so much we need to adjust and change. And I feel mm-hmm. like the whole office is going to be like that as we start to live in it a little bit more. Which is, I, I think maybe from one perspective, maybe a little annoying or frustrating, but also I think is exciting because it's like, you know, we have this really, really high baseline already. Yeah. And then it's exactly. like, well, we need to and adjust this just a little bit, this other thing just a little bit tweaked for it to be like, yeah. you know, perfect fit. Totally. And that's how, that's how our business works in general. Yeah. I mean, it's some stuff you just have to try and and figure out how it works. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. And then you just go on from there. You keep iterating. Back to the drawing board and then come back with something a little stronger. Love it. Back to the drawing board. Yes, sir. Cool. Um, well, with the office rules, you sent, well, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's a good number of rules. Um, but before you started listing out the rules, you let off with a quote. How you do anything is how you do everything. Can you tell me why you chose to um, prime the rules with that quote? Yeah, it's something that's been in my mind a lot. And it's, um, I feel like, a good tone for the entire set of rules in general. And that's that the details are important and it starts with the details. So if we can't get a few simple details right in our office and we can't 
do a few simple tasks, then nothing else will really come together. Nothing else will take place. And uh, I mean, that's it. It's, it's, this isn't a business that is here to just, we're, we're not here to just kind of dink around and, and make a quick buck and have, you know, just kind of be bros with one another. This is a business out to go change the way an industry does business. Um, and so I think, again, the details are important. And, you know, I, I think we, we already treat the details pretty important, but I think it's a lot more apparent when you are with one another. Um, and I don't think it's been as important before because we've always been remote now that we're in person, now that we have a physical space. I think the details are even more apparent. Um, so I just, it's always been a quote that has really stuck with me. And I thought that was a good tone for the set of rules. Love it. I, I definitely agree. Cool. All right. The BuildWit office rules as of September 7th, 2021. First rule, if the trash is full, take it out. Yeah. Very simple. If the trash is full, take it out. Um, I think that's pretty well understood. This was something that was drilled into me by my friend's father, um, who I've talked about quite a bit here and there. He's the one up in Montana. And, you know, growing up, we would, we'd have the trash and taking out the trash was kind of a pain in the ass because it wasn't that you just took the trash out, um, you know, behind the house, you would actually have to take the trash out. You would have to throw it on an ATV and you'd have to drive maybe two miles to a dumpster. And then you'd have to rip the bag open and dump all the trash out of the bag into the dumpster. Because if you didn't, a bear would come along, open the dumpster up, grab the bag of trash, and then rip it apart across the entire pasture and there'd be trash everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it was a pain in the ass. So when we were kids, we would sit there and we would try to smash as much trash into this damn trash can and <laughs> bag as we possibly could. Mm -hmm. And it would work well, but we would take it too far. And we would get our asses chewed for it. And I never really, really understood it. Uh, I, I thought he was just being a, an asshole. But it's just a... It's like, it's where everything begins. And it's like, if you can't do something as simple as take out the trash, what else are you missing in life? And then it's also from a, a humility standpoint, it goes back to our value of stay humble or be humbled. I think anybody within this organization should be excited to take out the trash and should look for opportunities to take out the trash. And that's physical trash. That's what we're talking about right now, taking out the trash. And that's just doing other tasks that might suck, and especially from a leadership standpoint. That's important. And that's why I do it is... It's, a, it's, it's a, a good way to lead. Taking out the trash is a good way to lead. It says, I am not beneath what is, in theory, the lowest task within this office. So it's symbolic, and it's just a matter of basic discipline and common courtesy to everybody else in the office. Get excited when the trash is full and rewire your brain to look for the opportunities to pick up the trash. Because if you can do that, there's no doubt you will go extraordinarily far, whether it be at BuildWit or if you're somewhere else one day, just far in general. And then, you know, if you make it a, a habit of taking out the trash here at the, here at the office, then it becomes a habit at your home. 
And now your kids are watching you take out the trash. And they're saying, well, well, dad or, or mom takes out the trash. Well, shoot, I can take out the trash. And now you're teaching your kids how to do something as simple yet powerful as taking out the trash. So that's why that's number one. Love it. I like that there's also a, a bit of like community ownership to, to that too. You know, I think we talked yeah. about that a little bit before, but like you said, it's not just about like, the rule is make sure the trash is empty at all times. Like that's not the only reason why that's like important just to have no, an office, it, but also like for us. Yeah. And it's about taking out the trash and it's also not about taking out the trash. There's mm-hmm. also, it's, it's also a metaphor at the same time. And I, um, you know, too often is something as simple as trash viewed as someone's el- someone else's responsibility, whether it's like the cleaning crew or whatever it may be. No, that's not my problem. I, I'm I'm above taking out the trash. That's that's not my deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you, you know, at a law office, you're not going to see a partner at a law office taking out the trash because that's that's not that's not their job. But it should be their job, and at least at our business, it's everybody's job to take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's old. Cool. Rule number two: keep everything clean, and clean is capitalized or uppercase whole word. Yeah, this is for whatever reason one of my. Probably my biggest pet peeve is when things are dirty. I cannot stand it. Cannot stand it. And I think I inherited this from my father, who is stupid annoying about cleanliness. I think I'm a little bit easier going than than he is. He is absolutely insane about it. Um, but like I talked about on the company call, uh, you know, a good example of this is keeping things clean is, you know, dishes in the sink. And so if we have, we're going to have partners in here all the time. We're going to have people in the industry in here all the time. We're going to have potential new hires in here all the time. So if a herb sergeant comes in here, he flies down here from Maine and he walks into the door and walks into our kitchen and sees dirty dishes in the sink. What, what kind of message does that send to a herb sergeant? If we have dirty dishes in our sink, that's not a good look. And he's not going to come away from that experience thinking, wow, BuildWit's a company that really has things together. If we can't do something as simple as keep the place clean, do our dishes, clean up after ourselves, what else are we missing here? What else are we missing? Probably missing a lot. But if the place is clean, that says we take pride in the details. We take pride in how we look and we do the work to make sure we're always looking good. So that's why keeping things clean is so important. Again, it's there's a practical side of it. I don't want to be working in a dirty office. You guys probably don't want to be working in a dirty office either. But there's also that bigger picture behind it. It's, it's symbolic. People will see this office as a physical representation of BuildWit, of our brand, of our business, of this group of people that I'm talking to right now. And if it's dirty, that's a negative perception on who we are as a business. And that's not who we are as a business. And so that is why keep it clean is a common standard that we will make sure is enforced. Yeah. And who's going to enforce these roles is, is important. And that's the community. I think like, I really want these to be everybody's rules. I think it's important to have a clean office. Now, I want it to be homey. I want it to have a little disorganization which seems counterintuitive, 
but it was like when Molly was setting up the books on the bookshelf, it looked too orderly. And right now it looks too orderly. I don't like how orderly it is Mm -hmm. because I don't think that's super representative of us. We're not, you know, black and white and every edge and every line has to, has to add up. I don't, I don't, that's, that's not it. Or, or my desk, if my desk is too organized, I don't, I don't work as effectively. I need Mm -hmm. some, I need some stuff all over my desk for me to be, um, to, to, to feel at home. That's fine. But if it's like crumbs on a counter, dishes in a sink, pee on a toilet seat, that's the kind of stuff that we absolutely can't tolerate. Yep. Um, do, are we going to have, is there like a weekly cleaning crew or anything like that too? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I figured. Yeah. The, the, in the office is clean, but it, again, it's a, you know, yeah. it's a team effort here. That's, that's certainly so it's not, not why, you know. No, it's not our, it's not our job to go mop the floors every night. You know, we're okay. Yes, we will hire someone for that. We're not totally in charge of keeping this place clean at all times. We're not asking everybody to disinfect the toilets every single night. We're just asking everybody to keep the damn place clean so that it is presentable 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Anybody at any time could walk in those doors and they will see that, yep, these guys have things together. Awesome. Rule number three, open for BuildWit 24-7. Open for others during business hours. Yes. So going to the second home analogy, um, you can obviously go to your house whenever you see fit. And, and I want the business, uh, the, the office to be available for anybody within the company whenever they see fit. If they want to work here late at night, great. If they want to be here early in the morning, great. If they want to come in on Sunday for a few hours, fantastic. It's here anytime you need it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I think this group is responsible and smart enough to utilize it as you know, within reason, um, don't be hosting your family reunion here on Saturday night. That's probably not the best use of the space, um, but use it for whatever you need to use it for at any time. Now, have anybody here during business hours, you know, Monday through Friday, eight to five or whatever it is, have your family over, whatever your, your, your friends or people from the industry, so on and so forth. But I want to keep that within business hours. So if you have people come to the office visiting, as long as it's not stupid disruptive to everybody, that's super fine. Again, it's, it's, it's your space, but be reasonable about it. And don't be, you know, taking a girl on a date here again, like Saturday night. You know, this isn't, this isn't your date spot. This isn't your family reunion spot. This is still a workplace at the end of the day. So it's for you. If you're at BuildWit, which listening to this, you are. Anytime, any day, anytime, but everybody else, let's just keep that to business hours. And again, it's, 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 you know, there's gray area here too. So say, you know, you're, you're, you're visiting from, from out of town and, you know, Jake, Jake Schmidtline is here and, and he comes in with his, his, his wife brings her for the, for the, for the weekend. And he wants to show her the space on, on Saturday or, he wants to work a little bit Saturday and, you know, she wants to hang out. That's fine. Like, just, just be reasonable about it. You, I think everybody's here is smart. Everybody here understands what I'm trying to get at here. It's, it's you know, there, there are gray areas to all of this. It is open for interpretation. So going to our values, do what's right. Uh, if you're unsure about any of this, do what's right. If it's within reason, okay. One, like, uh, scenario I, I thought of is just like, um, if you know my wife and I and like some friends are going to dinner at the Optimist like on a Saturday night, 
like coming in 10 minutes before a reservation and be like, hey, yeah, that's our space. You know, like that stuff to me, like Absolutely. That's, that's the gray area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But maybe, you know, maybe let's, let's, uh, you know, what, what wouldn't be okay. So that'd be absolutely fine. Or yeah. come up after here, maybe even have a drink afterwards, sure. but don't come up here and get smashed with everybody and host the monthly poker night with, with everybody after dinner. You know, yep. it's, it's again, I am being very reasonable here. These are not <laughs> absurd things to ask of anybody. I think that's fair. I will try my best to not turn the section where all the workstations are into a bowling alley, but we'll just see. I, as, if it's a company-sanctioned event, fantastic. <laughs> but if not, yeah, let's let's keep the bowling alley to uh, to specific bowling alleys. That's reasonable. I appreciate it. All right, rule number four: good dogs are allowed. <sighs> yeah. So this is something we're gonna try. Um, I think it's going to work out pretty well. Amazon does it and they have hundreds of thousands of people. So why can't we do it? Um, if you're, if you have a well-behaved dog and you'd like to bring it to the office, bring it to the office. Pretty simple. If your dog is a little turd or a little asshole, just, just leave your dog at home. You, you, you know, I, I'm sure you, you love your dog. You think your dog's amazing, but if your dog's chill, like Scout is a good Good example of a chill dog, Jessica's dog. That dog will post up on his bed and will just hang out all day. Have zero problems with a dog like that. But if the dog is just acting like a complete maniac all day, maybe just leave him at home, you know? So bring your animal. If as So long as your animal doesn't bother anybody, just be thoughtful of others. If you do have a dog up here uh, and we'll see how it goes. And if your dog makes, you know, has an accident, okay, clean it up. It's not the end of the world. But um, I don't see why this will be a problem if people are respectful and, and thoughtful about bringing their dogs to the office. Yeah, I, I could see how like it could be nice to have a, you know, a couple dogs there every once in a while just to yeah you know, bring bring the vibe where we want it to be. You know, totally. Yeah, I've, I've, I have no problems with dogs in the office, but if they're being maniacs, you know. Right, that's fun for no one. Uh, no, that's just that's just not fun. Yep. And then, you know, not everybody's a dog person, which I, okay, I, I can respect that. So, you know, again, like a scout, and if I'm not a dog person, I don't think I'm going to be bothered by a, a scout because scout's just just doing his thing. He's just chilling. Yeah. And Jessica's like, you know, takes him out and does whatever he need, they need to do to, to take care of the dog. He, he just hangs out. So even if I'm not a dog person, he's not coming up and licking me all the damn time. And, that, and that's, you know, that's where the, or the parentheses, like good dogs comes in. Yeah. Cool. Rule number five, use headphones unless the vibe calls for the latest smash hit. Yes. Um, again, this is very self-explanatory. Just don't be that guy or gal always listening to music without headphones, talking on the phone without headphones. Just be conscious of other people, thoughtful of other people. If you have a phone call, we we built meeting rooms for a reason or go on a walk or whatever it may be. Just try, just try to be thoughtful of people. That's that's all we're asking here from a noise perspective. We, we do have white noise. We have tried to think it through, but also it is an open office. So just bear that in mind. Um, now, again, this is open to interpretation, like I, which is why I included it in this rule, actually. If there is the latest smash hit happening, 
and everybody wants to have a beer on a Friday. And hey, we're going to play some music. Is that cool with everybody? Hell yeah. Super about it. Love it. Or, you know, Nia has a new Smash single come out and we want to play it for the team. Hell yeah. Let's do it. So just be thoughtful. If people are trying to get work done, understand that, you know, maybe not everybody works in a super noisy environment like you do or likes people talking or likes music on. Just be respectful, like the dog thing, like any of these rules. But if we want to play some music, if we want to be rowdy, if we want to have a good time and that's what the the group is calling for, hell yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Rule number six, no skid steers in the office. Yes, this is just a stupid lighten up <laughs> part of the rule set. Yep. And it's, again, I've really tried to think this thing through. So I don't want these rules to be like the, the most serious damn thing ever. And if you break these rules, like you are done for. I, it, it, there's still a lighten up component to all this. I still, it, 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 I want it to be fun. It, again, it's, it's your second home. So you don't have all these rules in your home, but you have kind of a common set of standards in your home for sure. That's what this is too. And so this is included in that to be, you know, funny to put some little bit of essence of dirt world into our set of office rules, uh, to put some lighten up in our office rules. And quite literally, we can't have skid steers in this office because we're on the second floor and the weight of a skid steer would, would, it, it, you'd crash to the floor. Would be bad. Now office, office two will mark my words, have a skid steer in it. So this will not work for the second office, but for this office, please keep your skid steers at home. That's pretty thoughtful. You know, it's, it would be easy to accidentally bring one. So it's important to remember that rule. Yeah, I, I'm tempted every single morning when I walk outside and, and look at look at mine in the lawn. You're like, all right, how do I want to drive today? Oh, I can't bring the skids here to work. Guess I'll drive the truck. And people that don't, people that that know nothing about me, they would think that's a joke, but it's not a joke. <laughs> he really one said, in my could I really could I bring it? <laughs> Love it. All right, uh, number seven. Last one turns the lights off, arms the alarm. Pretty self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. Turn the lights off. Well. Send out instructions if we haven't already by the time this airs to, to arm the alarm. Everybody should have their own code. Um, so the code will be unique to you. Um, and it's just for the sake of energy conservation and security to make sure that the space is locked up when we leave. So sure. if you're the last one, just make the mental note. Hey, is this place good to go? It's like leaving your house. You're not going to just leave your house and hope it's good to go. You're going to check that the lights are off. You're going to lock the door. Simple as that. Number eight, if you drink, do it wisely. Very self-explanatory. We have alcohol in the office. You've touched on it in internal podcasts before. Is this a fraternity? Are we going to get drunk every single day? Absolutely not. That's not what this is. But we do work with contractors and alcohol is a component of the culture of the industry. And I think it's uh, more often than not a positive component. I've had mm -hmm. some of the best conversations with our partners and best times with our partners over a beer at the bar. So I wanted to bring an element of that into our office and make it welcoming and make it a place that, that people want to maybe, maybe stay a little bit. And, and you know, it's after five. Well, why don't we just hang out? Why don't we go get some food? Why do, or why don't we get food brought in? Why don't we have some beers? It's, it's, it's a, it's a space to just hang out and enjoy. Now, alcohol 
And especially, you know, we're not going to be charging you for the alcohol there. It's going to be, it's an open bar and there's, there's beer in the refrigerator, you know, grab it anytime. I don't care what time of day it is, but be smart about it. If it's getting in the way of, of your work consistently, that's a problem. If, if it's, um, being disruptive to others, that's a problem. If you're taking it too far, if you're getting pissed drunk at the office, that's a problem. That's out of line. Do it on your own time if you want to do that. So have a beer if you want to have a beer. Have a few beers with some people if you want to do that, but you know where your limit is and there's no tolerance for going past that limit when it comes to alcohol. So like all of these others, we're all adults here. So be a damn adult and be smart about it. Okay. I do look forward to uh, once we have uh, podcast guests in the studio having a drink with them. I think that'll just like take the podcast to the next level in a good way. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I've had some of the best conversations I've had in this industry over a beer. Um, and so to have just a little bit of that here with us is going to be a, a big deal. Yep. But, you know, uh, like, like the dog thing, not everybody drinks here. Yeah. And that's, that's why Buildwood is Buildwood. You know, I like that some people drink, some people don't drink. Some people drink a little bit, some people drink a lot. I like all that. I like the variety. We need that. We need that diversity within our business. And that sounds ridiculous talking about alcohol, but it is true. So just understand that while you may drink, other people at the business may not drink. And be respectful of that. That's all we ask. Be respectful of others when you do drink because not everybody drinks. Number nine, one personal item at your desk is required. Uh, this is maybe my favorite one. And we've, we've talked about this on other podcasts. And uh, banks are what come to mind. If you walk into a bank and you look at a personal banker's desk, it is sterile. They might have the bank calendar posted. Other than that, and, and you know maybe the only personal thing on their desk is their business card with their name on it and the little holder on their desk. That's it. There's nothing personal about it. That doesn't feel like a home to me. Is your home sterile? Does your, if you walk into a home and there's no pictures hanging up, how does that make you feel? I don't feel very good. That's why I don't like hotels. There's nothing homey about it. It doesn't feel right. So I like Airbnbs. You, you, you at least feel like you're at someone's home. You know you're not at your home, but you feel like you're at someone's home. And I, that makes travel less exhaust, exhausting for me. So this is, this is important. And it can be any kind of personal item whatsoever. I'm not all that, uh, you know, this isn't meant to be this ridiculous rule. This is meant to just create that homey environment, that, that, little sense of personalization. You can have one object or you can have a hundred objects. I don't care how many, you just need one. So maybe that's a family picture. Maybe that's a little memento that you've picked up over the years. Maybe that's a, a first grade home one trophy. I don't care what it is. It just needs to be something that is important to you that is slightly personal, if nothing else. I think that having something that's personal on your desk makes it like a place that feels like yours when you're there. You know, I, I think it should, yes. it should be like kind of a pain to like pack up and leave. If you were going to take everything you had, I th and my, just like in my opinion, you know, I just, I think it's, it's hard to feel like it's your place. If 
all that's there is you just have your computer and you just either charge it or don't charge it. And that's like the extent of that space to you. And obviously some people like to have like their home desk that way. But um, I do think it's, I, know, I definitely, um, I vibe with that one probably most of all these for sure. Yeah. And, and you don't even have to have anything on your desk. If you're one of those people that doesn't have anything on their desk, okay, just put one family photo with a thumbtack on the little <laughs> tack part of your desk. Yeah. That's it. That's all we're asking here. Just one little thing. And maybe maybe it's not even a family photo. Maybe it's just a photo you like. Whatever. It just has to be, it just has to be personal. Yep. That's it. That's it. Aaron's not saying how many pieces of flair you need to have. He's just saying you need to have pieces of flair. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's a big one. All right. And um, last one. I'm in. I'm, try go ahead. Yes. Go for okay. it. Last one. This was pretty self-explanatory, though I will read the whole thing in full. Number 10, poop in the hallway bathrooms. Yeah. Um, as I as I say this, the hallway bathrooms are broken right now. They're being fixed. But we have two large hallway bathrooms. Uh, and they have multiple stalls each. They're just for us. They're in the hallway. But we're the only ones that technically use those bathrooms. We will get them cleaned regularly. I would prefer that everybody goes to the bathroom in the hallway. Within reason, if you really need to go, okay, we, we have <laughs> bathrooms in the office. Yeah. But when you're doing your daily paperwork, just go to the hallway bathroom because that's where you should be doing it. I, you know, the, the, the bathrooms in the office are primarily for showering or whatever it may be. So we don't need someone in there if someone needs to take a shower or wants to take a shower you know, some, somebody leaving, you know, them waiting for the bathroom. And then someone's been in there for 30 minutes, taking just a massive dump. And then now they have to go shower in there. No one wants yeah. that. I want the bathrooms to be used as another space and tool within the office. And that's primarily showering. If you want to run or bike or go work out at the cross gym across the street, or maybe go for a walk or I don't, whatever it may be. We just want the bathrooms to be more usable than just a place to go to the bathroom. So if you need to go to the bathroom in the office bathrooms, okay, that's fine. There are toilets that work just fine in there. But it's preferred that you use the hallway bathrooms for your daily paperwork. <laughs> uh, so I've done a lot of like music gigs and stuff prior to working at BuildWit. And I did a couple like bus tours with a couple bands like short runs on, on a tour bus. And the number one rule was always no twosies on the bus. That's the literal exact phrase that I heard. I'm like, that's such a weird, funny thing that I will never forget. And that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess this is pretty similar to that. You know, yeah. let's, let's, yeah, let's do our business. Let's be cool. I mean, they're, like there's nice, they're nice hallway <laughs> bathrooms and they're very expansive and they're, they're, they're built for the purpose of you going to the bathroom in them. So, there we Do go. That. I love that. Okay. We're, I love that we're going on and on about it. Do we have any other tangential stories about that? I'm just kidding. We don't. We can. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll keep it there. Uh, well, that is all ten rules. Thanks for going in on all of them. Um, and, and also thank you for like you know being intentional about coming up with them and thinking about how you know they matter to us. I I spent a lot of time thinking these through, and. 
I wrote them down relatively quickly, but I've been thinking about them for a year now as we've built out the office. They are intentional. They do have a purpose. I hope everybody understands them. I hope everybody takes them to heart. I hope everybody truly lives by them because this is important. We are a business that's out to go reform an entire industry. Uh, And that's not going to happen by accident. And it starts with basic daily discipline. And you start building discipline by cleaning your dishes, cleaning up after yourself, taking out the trash, being respectful of others. That's where it all starts. How you do anything is how you do everything. You know? Mm -hmm. So that's where it starts. Simple. Well, that's the uh, podcast on the BuildWit office rules. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate it. You got it, everybody. Alex, everybody, whoever I'm speaking with right now. Thanks, y'all, for listening. This is the BuildWit internal podcast. We'll be back next Friday with more stuff. Bye.